Chapter 8, The Secret is Out. It's been about a week now, and we've made it to the address. Directly in town was a small, bustling city, with new carriers, businessmen, young students, shops all around. It was a fascinating view in a quiet part of the country, almost like a future metropolitan waiting to be discovered. A large, black, wooden, hand-carved sign with tavern key holds black, engraved. The number 1086, falling vertically to the right of it. Below the second floor window was what we were looking for. Bingo. We arrived. The captain looked at me, clapped his thigh, and Scotty and I rushed alongside inside the tavern. We asked how to get to 1086 from the inside downstairs. The bartender politely answered, Welcome, gents. 1086, sure, the old blacksmith, is to the right after the curving stairs. I moved ahead of the two and flew up the stairs waiting by the door. These past weeks, all the craziness, now to be here, by the door, I was filled with anticipation to see how he would react and how I was going to tell him my stories. What would come of my efforts? Captain and Scotty were right behind me. Captain knocked on the door. My paws curled in anxiousness, waiting for the door to open and John standing before me. I could hear footsteps approaching. The door opened and there was a blacksmith himself towering over me. Directly behind him, a man was sitting back in a rich leather engulfing chair, lit pipe in hand, a dark glass by his side and smoke lingering in the air. He looked just like my blacksmith, the ale father. Can I help you? asked John, hardly recognizing me below. Hello, sir. Sorry to be a bother, returned the captain. We've been brought here by the doings, the doings of this brave old dog. He pointed down to me at the side of his son. My stars. Roger, is that you? He lifted me up to look at my collar where he added a gold lining to mend the old knot. It is you. How in the world? What are you doing here? How did you get here? How is this possible? I rushed into the room, stood up on my hind legs, bit down on some writing paper, the inkwell following, spilling over a few sheets of parchment paper. I took the feather in my mouth and with the utmost concentration drew the letters large and unmistakable. H E L P. Stupefied and shocked, the men all were staring at me and even the ill father got up, dropped his glass right out of his hand, and silence fell over the room. What magic is this? asked Scotty as he looked up to the captain. Well, the captain and his son trusted me with their secret. Aboard the St. Carina, the blacksmith saved my life and entrusted me with his home, and the father, whose storytelling days were dwindling at his age, gave me no reason not to share my secret. From the writing on the paper they knew now, clear as day that I could understand every word that passed between them. They, however, could not understand my language. I could not speak. I'm sure some dogs have the same ability, though I haven't found one yet, with my advanced skill in writing their language. After the blacksmith awoke from his short gasp of amazement, he asked, Is there trouble? I barked to signal. Is there trouble at home? He continued. I barked again and again. I understand you now. Something must be done, of course, though we cannot leave tonight. Introductions were made, the rest entered the small home, and the ailing father seemed to be recovering quite well. Apparently, he had a bad case of pneumonia and would have died if his son hadn't come to his aid. 
he was a spitting image of his son's younger face, with more of an ease to him. The men were talking through the night, reliving the story of the attack, travels, the blacksmith's father's health, and all while, all while letting their troubles wash away into simple tales of adventure among new friends. A small fire kept me warm as I dozed off, eager to get back home. Morning came, everyone woke to a hearty breakfast prepared by John. There were eggs, dark bread, thick slices of ham followed by cool milk and hot tea. Only a few words passed between the men as the blacksmith said his goodbyes to his father. The father stopped him in mid-sentence and said he's coming too. The blacksmith looked in his eyes, smiled, and continued to prepare for our departure. <laughs>